Okay, hello everybody. Today is Friday, another Anything Goes Friday. Welcome to the show. Firstly, I would like to give a big thank you to everyone who listened to the new series on this channel on Wednesdays, which is going to be talking about the Texarkana Moonlight Murders from 1946. It is one of the more perplexing and far-out mysteries of America and perhaps the world. So if you haven't subscribed to this channel yet, I would invite you to do so. And you can also follow along with the Zodiac Killer episodes that come out on Monday. Every Monday is indeed Zodiac Monday. And of course, Friday isn't anything goes where any subject is fair game. I have been doing a regular series on Fridays about the story of Stephen Avery and the 2005 murder of Teresa Holbach, which was made famous by the Netflix docuseries Making a Murderer. And if um, anyone would like to visit those episodes, there is a playlist for that here on the channel. But as you see from today's title, there will be a deviation from that series, but I'll get back to it in the near future. And a great way that you can support all of these efforts is to go over to Launchpad 1, and you can have a listen for free if you'd like to download the audio version of this program. You can download that as a pure podcast, take it on the go anywhere and anyhow. If you would like to download the video version, you can use YouTube Premium, but that one you have to pay for. Launchpad 1 is free. And there is always the buymeacoffee.com page in the description box as well. Anyone who makes a contribution to the show will get a shout-out on Zodiac Mondays, and all donations or contributions will be used for things such as buying equipment or purchasing true crime books to talk to you guys about. So everything is uh, greatly needed, appreciated, and everything will go to good use. Now, I wanted to talk about this particular story for today, the Plymouth shooting from 2021, because I found that this was a true crime case that was intersecting with a lot of other genres, a lot of other commentary, and just people on YouTube were all coming at this story from different angles. And I had one of the original parts of Black Box Online Radio in me when I said that I created this channel because I simply just wanted to learn about something on the internet and then talk to you guys about it. That's the original direction of this show, and it wasn't even solely true crime. I was just talking about whatever I was experiencing in the world of cyberspace and sharing it with someone, anybody, who would listen to me. And that's where I am today, because I think that there are some important comments that we need to make. But to give us um, an introduction, I'm going to do the absolute most basic Wikipedia introduction to this show. And it says that the Plymouth shooting occurred in Keyham, Plymouth, Devon, England, on the 12th of August, 2021. The gunman was 22-year-old Jake Davison, and he shot and killed five people and injured two others before fatally shooting himself. Devon and Cornwall police have have not identified a motive. It was the first fatal mass shooting since the 2010 Cumbria shootings in the United Kingdom. And you might see from the title that this is referred to as the Professor Waffle shooting. And even though that might sound like a silly name, I absolutely hope that no one will think that anyone is making light of the subject. Professor Waffle was the name that was used by... Jake Davison on the internet. And again, talking about the motive for this episode, there's a more popular YouTuber out there named Wheat Waffles, who is a proud supporter of what is known as the Black Pill Movement, 
where he more or less just tells guys that their physical appearances are the only things that they have to use to succeed in the world, and that the concept of hypergamy is real, that women are using their sexuality to just advance in the social circles, as well as in just the dominance hierarchies, using sexuality to climb the hierarchical ladders, if you will. And some people get indoctrinated into this type of thinking, and then, is that what happened with this person here? Well, let's uh, keep going with that. In the United Kingdom, approximately 6.11pm on the 12th of August 2021, the Devon and Cornwall police received a report of shots being fired inside a house on Biddick Drive in a residential street in Keyham. Within the house, the 22-year-old Jake Davison had killed his 51-year-old mother after an argument. He then left with the house with what witnesses would describe as a pump-action shotgun, and he shot and killed a 3-year-old girl and her father in the street. Next, he injured a 53-year-old woman, and her 33-year-old son was also shot on Biddick Drive before shooting and killing a 59-year-old man in a nearby park. Davison then went to Henderson Place, where he shot and fatally wounded a 66-year-old woman. He told a passing resident that there was nothing to worry about, mate, shortly before killing himself. Davison was described as walking like he was on patrol, like a soldier with a gun, and with a blank expression. Absolutely saddening. I mean, it really, truly is a an absolute tragedy. But, firstly, I would like to say, if anyone would like to do further reading on this, The Guardian was all over this story, and they have numerous articles out trying to analyze the case. But I would also like to go to a particular article from Teller Report that simply has, says that Professor Waffle, British police, revealed the identity of the shooter in Plymouth. And yes, his real name was Jake Davison, but Professor Waffle was the name that he was using online. And he was also not only attributed to the Black Pill movement, but also to the incel movement, involuntary celibates, otherwise known as incels. And I noticed that the media that was covering all of these cases particularly try to attach the incels to right-wing political terrorism, more or less. Sometimes they use the word terrorism, sometimes they don't. But they definitely try to brand this as a type of right-wing movement. And I definitely do not think that that is true. Involuntary celibate simply means that just that. Someone wants to be in an intimate physical relationship, but they are not able to do so because of their own social standings. And I think that there's a lot of misrepresentation out there. But what people are trying to do with this story is they want to say that this guy, Jake Davison, is just online, ranting and raving, reliving all of the bad experiences that he's had in life, talking about all of his social rejections, all of his failures, all of his inabilities to be. The important point is to remember that I don't think the insults have any direct right or left affiliation, and it's almost even not connected to that type of thinking. But a very important question to ask is, is this type of behavior healthy for people? I think the answer is almost certainly not. Just getting online and wallowing in your own frustrations? Absolutely. That is not good for people. But should it be illegal? No. 
it should not because people should have some degree of free speech and awareness and people just want to blame these types of content creators such as that guy named Wheat Waffles whose real name is Sam Wheatley but I think that I have to reinforce a point that I say very frequently on Black Box Online Radio and that is that if somebody is going to be watching some videos on YouTube or if they're going to be involved in chat rooms or if they're going to be using forums or even reading books or magazines, if anybody still reads those. I love magazines, by the way. I mean, I would subscribe to more if they were more popular. Some people think they're a dying art, but I digress from that. Just because someone is watching that type of content, you do not blame the content. Because there is an expectation that a person is supposed to still know right from wrong, that they are still supposed to be aware of their mental faculties. And they are also supposed to recognize that that is just content that somebody has created. Even if, even if, hypothetically, some type of person calling themselves oatmeal pancakes online tells you, hey, pick up a gun and go out and shoot somebody, even if there's a direct command, the person who is listening to that still has the expectation that they are going to say, no, that's illegal, that is going to hurt people, I'm not going to do that. So you do not blame the content creators unless there is some type of direct call to violence like that example that I said. In that instance, you would blame the content creators. But the point of saying that was you do not leave the person off the hook. You do not give a free pass to the person for committing this atrocious action the shooter is guilty. That's the first and foremost point. If there's a direct call to action, then the content creator would be guilty as well. But if someone just says, oh, hey, you can't attract partners, you're not an attractive person, it's over for you the way things are, and then the person just feels absolutely miserable about that, and yes, I've been there firsthand, that person has no excuse for physical violence. Absolutely not. And firstly, you would blame the person who is committing a shooting like that, and then you can look at some of the surrounding factors that would support this. But I said I wanted to uh, read a particular article from from the website tellerreport.com, and let's get started. It says, police revealed the identity of the young man suspected in the killing of five people, including a girl, before shooting himself in Plymouth on August 12th of 2021 which occurred in the southwest of England, the worst shooting that the United Kingdom saw in 10 years. Police revealed the identity of the young man suspected of killing five people, including a girl, before shooting himself. Devon and Cornwall police said in a statement on Friday that the shooter was Jake Davison, age 22 years old, and he was a crane operator, adding that the attacker killed himself after killing five victims. Devon and Cornwall police sheriff Sean Sawyer said the police found no motive for the crime but they did suspect terror they did not suspect terrorism or any far right organization although they had searched Davison's computer now there was um, a video that was made about this shooting on channel 4 that was shared online the british one that is and it asked a question should people like this be viewed as terrorists and i think the appropriate answer to that would be no in these particular cases, there are definitely examples of mass shootings that are terroristic, 
But in this exact one, I think that mass shooter is the appropriate one. And they're talking about if they label these groups like the incels and the black pillars as terrorists, can they shut them down and block their rights to free speech? Because they're saying you're terrorist groups. If you identify as an incel or a black pillar, then you don't have the same rights to free speech. Because as a terrorist, you're becoming an enemy combatant. And I definitely see how some people would think that that's practical, but is that honest? No, I don't believe that it is, because I believe that these are mass shooters. And firstly, terrorism is more about bringing the threat of terror and destruction if they're trying to launch some type of nationwide campaign or movement and trying to get other people to join in mass shootings, then yes, that would be terrorism. But when you look at the story behind Jake Davison, here's something else that was also shared in one of the Guardian articles. He, he said that he had autism or some type of variant of autism, and without giving too many specifics, and that it was even to the point where he should have been receiving some type of government benefit, but for some reason his mother was um, taking advantage of him, and that was one of the reasons why he targeted his mother for the for being the first victim, because he felt that she had cheated him out of money over several years, and he finally stood up to her and was able to claim the government benefits, which he says that he deserved. And the exact term that he used was she had guilt-tripped him into... Um, giving, I guess, them to her, giving the benefits to her, and he was very much opposed to that. So I think that there definitely shows some type of personal animosity, but there's somebody out there named Elliot Roger who committed the Isla Vista shooting near Santa Barbara, California, and he was someone who wrote a manifesto called My Twisted World, you're not even supposed to mention him on YouTube because they say they'll take your video down and whatnot. But he, some people even just refer to him as ER. And this Elliot Roger guy wrote this manifesto where he's just talking about all the reasons why he wanted to commit a mass shooting as a day of retribution. Because he felt that he was denied sexual availability to women, and there's so many um, interpretations of what he's trying to say, because if I can be very frank with you, I think that a lot of it is just the twisted ramblings of a madman. And I did two episodes about Elliot Roger back in 2019, and I think it was Walter in the comments section who said that it might be an unpopular opinion, but he seemed like a smart guy who just got out of control, and the bad behavior snowballed, and that turned into a whole chaotic situation. And being very clear, he was a terrible person as well. But there's a commonality between the Elliot Rogers shooting in Isla Vista and the shooting committed by Jake Davison in Plymouth. And that is that both of them personally targeted people that had no connection to their movement, that had no connection to incel behavior, and if it's about getting revenge on society, well, Elliot Roger killed three of his roommates who were not part of the movement. They were revenge killings. Jake Davison murdered his mother because of a revenge killing, because, as I just said, he felt that he had been cheated out of some money. And I'm sure you can twist the words around and saying, well, maybe he blames her for raising him in a certain way so that he couldn't have access 
to uh, friendships and relationships. But then at the same time, he's saying that he has autism, which is also preventing him from socializing. And the whole point is, this is not about any type of movement. Absolutely not. These are deranged individuals. Because after the Elliot Rogers shooting, people were asking the question, does society create the monster, or does the monster wreak havoc on society? And my simple response to both of these incidents is that these people are not monsters. They are not. They are mentally deranged human beings. And the real answers that I believe that Jake Davison could have used to avoid this type of, of shooting would have been not, of course, counseling, medication, therapy, all of those, right, right. But what I think he would have really been looking for would have been coaching and just learning how to socialize. Because let's face it, social interaction is a skill. It's an ability. And when people are put into difficult situations, they don't always know how to respond appropriately. People go through things like assertiveness training, and I talk about this on the other YouTube channel that I run, Astro Psych 400, which also features uh, something called the Podcast for Sleep, which I would like to um, invite you to listen to. However, about uh, Astro Psych 400, I did one episode purely on assertiveness training just for this very reason because I've struggled with those issues in the past and to talk about things on a more personal note I absolutely comprehend why people are saying that they're experiencing these feelings of misery and sadness and despair because they're between the ages of 18 to 22 the way that the two people I was talking about were that's right Jake Davison because I was a male who was ages 18 to 22 who had absolutely nobody in my life. Oh, I had people in my life, I should say that, but they were toxic people who were just absolutely draining the life out of me. But I didn't do anything about it at the time. And absolutely, I got caught up in destructive behaviors. But no, I never killed anyone. And um, I really just had to come to the realization that I was allowing my problems to grow out of control, and I also wasn't doing anything about them in a productive way. And some people think that the answer is not to do anything of the sort. They just want to give up. Rolo Tomasi talks about all this all the time on his show, The Rational Male, where he says that some men just decide that they're going to check out of the game. By that, he means committing suicide. But how on earth should this even be an option? And... John Sonmez, who runs the channel Bulldog Mindset, has talked about this as well. When he gave a message to guys like Jake Davison, who committed the Plymouth shooting, Professor Waffle, and what he said was, instead of trying to commit these horrible actions, instead of trying to end your life period because you're feeling misery and despair, why not do whatever you want? Why not go salsa dancing in your underwear if you, if you truly don't feel like your life is worth living. Why don't you do those things like that? And I can absolutely understand that that is not a good piece of advice. Are you hearing me? That is not a good piece of advice because why, why, why wouldn't somebody do that, right? Why wouldn't somebody just be like, okay, well, I'm going to, um, be be experiencing a bunch of misery in the near future. So I'm just going to do things like going salsa dancing in my underwear what does the person want? They don't want freedom. No, they already have it. 
They want acceptance, specifically from their desired sexual partners. But that, that's what guys like Jake Davison are talking about. That's what he says the misery is coming from. He is not ex able to get be accepted by the people whom he wants acceptance from, and that is something that he can't control. So he retaliated in a very destructive way, which is absolutely... Um, inappropriate and horrible, and the real thing that he should have done was, um, perhaps if he had a destructive situation that he was living in with his mother, he should have gotten out of the situation, just try to move into somebody else, try to get some type of government assistance, even perhaps checking himself in voluntarily to a psychiatric stay or something like that, and that would have prevented a shooting like this. And one point that is horribly, horribly neglected in these discussions is neurochemistry. That the way that the, this person's brain is functioning might, is leading them to have these types of destructive impulses. And that's what I mean, impulses. Yes, of course, this is premeditated. But I think that a lot of this behavior comes from the fact that somebody's hormones, neurological functioning, neurotransmitters, all of those things I think are just completely out of whack. And medication can help sometimes, but I also think that if this person were actually to get their life in order, maybe things would actually be somewhat better. And I don't even know if conventional forms of therapy would be able to do that, where there are so many people now calling themselves life coaches and now dating coaches. That is one of the big markets out there. So, um, I mean, and turning to those types of solutions, but a lot of people come from a place of entitlement. The first time I heard sense of entitlement disorder used as a term was in relation to the Elliot Rogers shooting from Isla Vista. And I think that um, they just feel that they don't have to change, that they are entitled to act in a certain way, and that they will be rewarded for it. But that is just... um simply not the case. I mean, that's just, that's why people think that in being entitled is a bad thing. But I said that The Guardian had a lot of, a lot of articles about this particular incident, and I would like to read one of them. This is called Three-Year-Old Girl Among Victims of Plymouth Shooting, and it was written by Jamie Grierson, Stephen Morris, and Matthew Weaver, just citing the source. Jake Davison, the man suspected of killing five people in Devon City, had a firearms license, say police. A gunman suspected of killing five people in the suburb of Plymouth, including a three-year-old girl, had a firearms license. The chief constable of Devon said that the Cornwall force, Sean Sawyer, said that Jake Davison had a license since 2020, but it was not clear if the weapon that he used was related to the attack, or the weapon he used was the one that had the license related to the attack. Authors have been told that he had a pump-action shotgun, although a weapon has been retrieved that, that they said could also have been in his possession. At a press conference in Plymouth, Sawyer said Davison murdered a 51-year-old woman known to him at an unidentified address. In, um, and uh, I should just jump in right there. At the time, she was unidentified, but they uh, later revealed that that was indeed his mother. And then he went on to shoot a 3-year-old girl, a 43-year-old male who was uh, the father of the girl. Davison then shot two other people, a man aged 33 and 53 respectively, in Biddick Drive. They were in the hospitals with significant but not life-threatening injuries. And then he entered an adjacent parkland 
where he shot 59-year-old resident who died at the scene, Sawyer said. Then at Henderson Place, Davison shot a 66-year-old woman who later died at Dareford Hospital. Absolutely, um, absolutely saddening. It took six minutes for the police to arrive on the scene, Sawyer said. He said terrorism was not the focus, but officers still had an open mind. In videos posted on social media, Davison discussed being beaten down and being defeated by life under the name Professor Waffle. He said that he did not have any more willpower to do anything anymore. In a recording dated on the 28th of July and discussed the misogynistic incel movement. Although Davison said that he did not clarify himself as an incel, that's kind of an odd word, clarify himself as an incel, the abbreviation used for involuntary celibate for those unable to find romantic or sexual partners despite desiring one, he spoke about people similar to him having had no nothing but themselves. His YouTube channel was subscribed to the YouTube channel that he is subscribed to was a gun-related account and another name, Incel TV. In another clip, he discusses missing out on teenage romance, refers to chads, an incel community term for good-looking men who attract women. And yes, um, there are some terms that uh, were used rather frequently, like chad, just as they said, good-looking men who attract women. Stacy was um, a good-looking woman, and Becky was a slightly less good-looking woman, but those two never really caught on. People use the term Chad very frequently. But um, I think, though, that this isn't even about physical appearances. This is more about someone just um, not having a strong support network in life, someone living in a bad situation, genuine mental issues. As I said, all that stuff about neurological functioning and that is just leading someone to commit destructive behavior. And I also need to repeat something very, very important. It is not practical to get online and wallow around in your own frustrations. It does not help. I've also tried that absolutely. And it makes things worse. And somebody like Jake Davison was probably so caught up in that spiral, he just knew absolutely nothing else to do other than just express himself in a destructive way. And even if he knew that there were alternatives, it was just the desire impulse and going after it almost with a lusting fashion to commit a destructive action. And you really have to recognize that this person was, by his own admission, he had some form of autism. I'm not exactly sure if he um, actually had a specific diagnosis or he was had autism spectrum disorder, but he said that he was autistic, so he had trouble understanding people. And um, I think, though, that he still had the awareness to um, make his own decisions, and this was done in a very calculated way. And I think that that needs to be said over and over again, because that means that the perpetrator knew right from wrong. That means that it was premeditated. That means that this isn't about any particular type of movement. This is about someone... Um, unleashing destructive behaviors because they want revenge. Absolutely. Absolutely. As I said, he murdered his mother, but should have had nothing to do with the incel movement. He wasn't trying to date his mother now, was he? And um, that was not even, perhaps, wasn't even the biggest user of the term incel, but he was definitely living that life. This was about revenge, though. Now, back to the article. 
Sawyer said that he could not say that at this time that whether Davison had mental health issues, but he added, this is an extraordinarily unusual response by a fellow human being. He said, we are not considering terrorism or a relationship with any far-right group. A spokesperson for Babcock International, which was a significant presence near the city at the dockyards in Devonport, confirmed that Davison had worked for the company. The firm's CEO, David Lockwood, earlier stated, our thoughts and condolences are with the friends and families of those involved with this tragedy. We stand with the city at a difficult time. And yes, um, he uh, posted that he had worked in with security for a while, but as you heard at the beginning of this episode, his uh, occupation was also listed as being a crane operator. YouTube confirmed that an account belonging to Davison had been terminated for violating its offline behavior policy. Boris Johnson tweeted, My thoughts are with the friends and family of those who lost their lives with all and all those affected by the tragic incident in Plymouth last night. I thank the emergency services for their response. The Independent Office for Police Conduct, IOPC, said that it received a mandatory referral from Devon and Cornwall Police relating to the shooting. David Ford, an IOPC regional director, said, Our thoughts remain with the many people who will be severely affected. The referral relates to yesterday's events as well as police contact with Jake Davison prior to the incident, including the force's role and actions regarding firearms licensing. We are urgently assessing the matter to determine what further action may be required from us. The incident is the first mass shooting in Britain since June of 2010 when Derek Bird, a taxi driver, killed 12 people and injured 11 others. And so much of this discussion was on gun control, about talking about do um, permits for guns or obtaining a gun license actually prevent shootings, and I don't even have any comment on that right now. And I almost think that it was inappropriate how some of these news articles were trying to turn um, a story of human tragedy, a story of human loss, into something political just at the snap of their fingers. They're immediately asking questions about trying to make a political point, as opposed to um, recognizing that this is a human issue rather than specifically a political one. I would like to go to an article that was written for National World by Alex Nelson that is called Jake Davison was the Plymouth Shooter, an incel black pill movement explained, and what he said on YouTube. The gunman of, at the Plymouth shooting spoke of being beaten down and defeated by life in videos posted online before the incident. A gunman who killed five people in a mass shooting in Plymouth was 22-year-old Jake Davison, Devon and Cornwall police also confirmed the names of the victims of the shooting this evening, with one being three-year-old Sophie Martin. Rest in peace to her. Davison's mother, Maxine, age 51. Sophie's father, Lee Martin, age 43. Stephen Washington, age 59. Kate Shepard, age 66, were also killed in the rampage. And that's it, though. That That's the word, rampage. This is someone who was plotting and planning a rampage. And it is a shame that he didn't get those mental health treatments that I was talking about, or even coaching, or even just having the awareness to know that his life wasn't completely hopeless, and just saying that, oh, well, romance is something for the youth. If I didn't learn how to socialize before the age of 22, then life has to end. No, life doesn't have to end just because you didn't learn how to socialize before the age of 22. Why not start learning how to socialize at age 23, and if you don't know how to do it, then why didn't he turn to someone such as a dating coach? Why not turn to someone who um, would actually be able to show him a way to obtain what he was looking for?
The gunman then turned the weapon on himself after the six-minute shooting spree. But who was Jake Davidson, and what were his motives behind the mass shooting? Here is everything you need to know about him. Davidson appeared to post on YouTube under the name Professor Waffle just weeks before the massacre and was talking about how he was feeling beaten down. In an 11-minute video, the last post before Thursday's incident, he refers to difficulties meeting women and struggling to lose weight, as well as saying that after working in scaffolding when he was younger, he never felt the same happiness after an ankle injury. And that is another thing that I was reading about him when he talked about some of the different jobs that he had. And when he said when he worked on the scaffolding, that was one of the few times that he felt happy. But then he had to take time off after he had injured his ankle. And when he came back, it just never felt the same. He said, I just don't have any willpower to do anything anymore. Later saying that he felt beaten down and was defeated by his effing life. Davison also said that he was still in the same house, in the same situation, in the same position, and talked about wanting to regain the drive and motivation that he once had. Before signing off in his video, Davison said, I know it's a movie, but I like that sometimes I'm the Terminator or something. Despite reaching almost total system failure, he keeps trying to accomplish the mission. At a press conference in Plymouth on Friday, Chief Constable Sean Sawyer confirmed that Davison had a firearms license and said that there was no motive that had been identified at the time. I think that the motive, though, is pretty clear. And if you have anything to say, you can put your ideas down in the comment section down below. He added, We are not considering terrorism or any relationship with any far-right group. Why does everybody keep saying that? I mean, it, what does left or right have to do with this? I mean, nothing, so says me. His channel was subscribed to gun-related accounts and another one called Incel TV, which calls itself a channel for black pill and lookism content that has more than 17,000 subscribers. And as I said, the black pillars are mostly about saying that your looks and your physical appearance are the, is the, are the most important things, hypergamy is real, and that people um, will only be able to change their looks through things like plastic surgery. So some of them say not all black pillars say that, but there's lots of content online if anybody is curious. I even did an episode about this back in 2019, and I invite you to listen to that on the black pillars. Oh, and I should point out, on the other channel, Astro Psych 400, not only is there the assertiveness training video on the podcast for sleep, but I did do a recent episode that talks more about the black pillars in detail. Lukeism is described as a prejudice or discrimination on the grounds of a person's appearance. In one of the videos, Davison said that he wouldn't clarify himself as an incel. Then why is everybody talking about it? I know he was living that lifestyle, but if he doesn't even use the term, why are they trying to attach a political affiliation to something that he wasn't affiliated with? The online subculture involves men who express hostility and extreme resentment toward women, and those who are sexually active, particularly women. In another clip, Davison discusses missing out on teenage romance and refers to chads, an insult term for good-looking men who attract women. And I think that, um... That is, you know, like, it isn't easy. And not everybody is born how to, um, learning how to socialize. And I, I mentioned the Rational Male briefly. And it'll, that is a show that is hosted by Rolo Tomasi that talks a lot about this. And believe it or not, I do think there are some points. He is not an incel, mind you. He doesn't promote any of that incel or black pillar content. Instead, he promotes uh, something else called the red pill, but I won't get into that now. However, what he said, though, is when a boy goes to school, almost always in preschool and kindergarten, he has a female teacher. 
And he's learning about life skills from a woman, which isn't so bad, except for the fact that what happens frequently is that the ideal student, the model student in an elementary school setting, is a boring, nice guy. Someone who is polite and helpful and generous and well-mannered and wants to be part of the team and wants to do nice things for other people. And that's great for elementary school, but what happens is that person turns 13 and those types of behaviors aren't necessarily attractive to anybody. They aren't even attractive to other men. Like They aren't even attractive to friends because people view those as forms of weakness and they will get taken advantage of. In short, it's um there's a lot of agreeableness and compliance associated with that type of model student um image that he was referring to. And I definitely do believe that that is real. I mean, yes, teachers would prefer to be around someone who was polite and well-mannered and a good student and is following the rules and is helping other people as opposed to someone who is creating excitement and stimulation for other people. And I don't think that that is an outrageous statement all the same. But some people would hear that, and then they would partner that with this black pill ideology that, okay, well, I missed my chance. I never learned how to socialize. I'm not physically attractive. Therefore, it is over for me, and that creates this type of defeatist mentality. I absolutely do not think um, that that is a fair or decent thing to believe at all. No, your physical appearance is not the only thing that is important to you. And wallowing in your frustrations online is not a good thing to do. But in conclusion, I would like to ask you guys the challenge questions one more time. Should mass shooters be viewed as terrorists? And another one would be, do you believe that watching certain type of content leads to mass shootings? And that's really a two-part question, because should the content creator be held liable if someone was a fan of their content and that content directly led to a mass shooting, meaning somebody took their words and used them for a destructive purpose. And I'll provide the condition of without a direct call to violence. I repeat, without a direct call to violence. Should the content creator still be liable or responsible in some way? You can respond to the comment to the challenge questions in the comment section down below. And I would also love to know what you guys think about this story and the motives for uh, Jake Davison to have committed the Plymouth shooting. And any comments are welcome. And as always, you can like and subscribe. Visit the buymeacoffee.com page. And there are lots of things in the description box, the book Killer on a White Horse, as well as some of the other links there. And I'll see you guys over on Monday for Zodiac Monday. Anybody can write the show at blackboxonlineradio.com. You can also get me on Facebook. My personal Facebook is in the description box. And I will see you over on Instagram, blackboxnet88 over there on Instagram for the bonus podcast. Until next time.